Star Wars sessions in the building Children, ladies This is the way to the recap, baby And you know, it's gonna get wild When Matt and Luke talk Mando and the child Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions Mandalorian Recap. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me here, as ever, in the cockpit of the N1 Starfighter, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there. We're not a celebration anymore, but we're still here. It's Luke Bly, Master Bly Walker, how you doing, mate? Not bad, but oh, sorry. I mean, oi, oi, savaloi. Yeah, uh, would, do you know what? Not bad, not bad. You know, like the the the, the celebration come down is real, mate. The it celebration is. come down is real. You know. Um, however, it has helped that we do have Mandalorian <sighs> to talk about. <laughs> however, however, if you did listen to our extra that came out on Friday, we extra. recorded that minutes after we came out of the Lucasfilm uh, studio showcase, uh, which was outstanding. It was incredible. Um, we queued up for that, by the way. We didn't get any, like, t- like... I've seen some people complaining about, like, you know, like media passes and stuff. I don't think there were many of those. I think a lot of people just got there at, like, 6 o'clock in the morning, even though... Listen, guys, we didn't get paid <laughs> to be there. Don't believe everything you hear. I wish we did, but we didn't, and nobody did. That. Yeah, and they wouldn't pay us anyway, mate, even if they were paying me. They'd pay us to stay away. <laughs> yeah, probably. You're too loud. Um, uh, well, listen, um, we had the privilege of seeing this episode um, all together in a room um, with friends on on the Friday. And this has kind of been like, it, 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 it's it's catch me up again. Because I yes. remember, I remember during the convention, I was like, did... I'd ask people who were in the room with us. I'd be like, did like that happen? Did this happen with this character? Like, am I remembering that right? Because I don't know when you're just in that room all together, people are cheering, there's emotions going off. It's just, I think it's easier to forget what's reality. And this episode, a bit like last week's episode, there's a lot of things that's got me scratching my head thinking, is this reality? But maybe in a lot, <laughs> more of a better more enjoyable way than last week's episode mate so (laughs) i can't wait i cannot wait to get stuck into this episode how are you feeling buddy are you okay yeah i'm good mate like you say the blues are real thank goodness we've got mando to see us through and yes we were very privileged uh, along with a few thousand others to watch this last week and for the most part most people seem to have adhered to the spoiler ban, seemingly seeing a lot of people online saying they didn't see what happened. So if you are one of those who adhered, well done, uh, because this is a this is a chunker of an episode. But, you know, we've seen it once, we've seen it twice now, but if you haven't seen it at all, beware that we're going to go full spoiler throughout mm. this recap. The whole thing is spoilerific. The episode's about 50 minutes with credits. Go check it out. Come back and see what you think. Spoiler warning over. Let's do it. Season three, episode six, chapter 23, The Spies. Originally Mm. aired April the 7th at Celebration Europe uh, and aired for the public on the 12th of April, 2023. It was directed by our boy and producer, Rick Famayiwa. 
Lukey boy, second time seeing it. This is also this is quite odd for us because generally we go into these recaps without any idea of what each other thinks or what the wider populace thinks. However, having seen it five days ago at the time of recording, we're quite aware of what people think about it and what each other thinks about it. However, I don't think that really makes a difference because uh, on second viewing. But what did you think, mate? What did you think first time? How did you feel second time? Uh, First time, um, Matty boy, this is the first time like we've watched Star Wars with a big group, probably since our Super Star Wars night back in summer last year. And then before that, The Rise of Skywalker in 2019. So this is... This yeah, this is a big deal, mate. This is a this is a really, really, really big deal. This I think will always hold a special place in my heart as episodes go. It was, I thought, phenomenal. Oh, Not perfect, oh. but phenomenal. Um, this episode brings the heat, mate, and I think a lot of people will be looking for this an episode like this. Um, and I think we get we kind of got that from the audience we got that from our Mm -hmm. friends who were with us watching it you know matty bell uh luke summerfield a few of the guys it 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 was special mate it was extremely special a lot of world building going on here right and i think yes you know just 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 continuing continuing themes that were started i like that i like that there were things that were started throughout this season that have actually been you know added upon or, or may, maybe even tied up um mm-hmm. mate the the episode starts with like a banging a banging recap and it's a recap of pretty much i don't know if you noticed this i was like that's pretty much the whole season <laughs> that's pretty, yeah, much pretty much a summary of season three you know we're not going back to other seasons or anything this is season three and i think that reiterates kind of like the value of season three, right? And I think when we look back at this ep- uh, uh, at this season, you know, we might we might critique it. We might go, "Hey, this isn't my favorite season of Mandalorian. Maybe this is arguably the weakest." I mean, we've still got another episode to go, <sighs> but you know, it, it is all leading somewhere. You know, maybe they could have finessed a few things differently, but it's all leading somewhere. And I think this episode does that like really, really, really well. It's kind of telling us guys yeah this is this is part of a bigger picture this is where we're going this story is getting bigger you know this uh, this is the way um the recap alone mate the recap alone i was like a lot gideon there's a lot of gideon (laughs) (laughs) about time too mate mate i don't usually watch the recaps i said it because i had the pleasure of sitting next to lukey boy in the uh screening hall at the xl in london and i remember saying saying i usually skip this bit um, for the element of surprise we get into. I know it's because to me, I was like, oh, because sometimes there, sometimes you can tell immediately from the recap, oh, this is going to be an episode about blah, 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 blah. I quite like going in, not knowing anything where possible. So when it happens, I think, oh, cool. We're rather than thinking, oh, we've seen, you know, Gideon uh, eight times already. This is going to be a Gideon episode. However, listen, mate, when you're sitting in a convention center hall and it plays, you ain't going to tell them to skip that. Uh, I was here <laughs> for it. But I think you're right, mate. I think a lot of people possibly me included, needed an episode like this, needed mm. this to hit the floor running. Because last week's one, you guys heard what we thought about that last week. It wasn't our favourite. And the more I think about it, 
the more I don't want to really when we get something <laughs> like this as so, as strong as this and it's funny you mentioned that the recap is pretty much a recap of season three because it is but, mm. but for me this episode really feels like it takes the best of season two mainly and parts of season one and kind of combines them in with season three now it feels like a season kind of culmination mm. we've still got a series sorry culmination and we've got one more episode to go mate i thought this episode was was excellent um again like you there was a, there was one or two moments throughout where i thought is this the direction we're gonna go is this gonna be the episode but no no they you know they deviated mm. left right and, uh for better or worse sometimes but mate what a what an episode what a strong episode what a character driven episode and we finally finally got some stakes mate finally which is all we've been asking for is let's challenge these guys. Let's give them something tangible that isn't just, you know, let we, we can kill these with ease. Let's, let's have a fight. And yeah, yeah, watching it with the crowd helped. But on second watch, I was like, no, no, this is, this is good stuff. I am so glad though we saw it with the crowd to hear everyone uh, gasping, laughing, cheering, crying, hollering. Mate, it really did make that this an extra special episode but it stands alone without all that as well which is what i was really hoping for that when we watch it on our slightly smaller screens does it hold up as well without you know the the the, the swelling excitement for all of us geeks at celebration and it does mate it really does yeah yeah i'd agree mate i mean general hux's dad do you know what i mean oh, my <laughs> big boy brendel <laughs> I I remember being there. I remember being there watching it. I was like, did, was that who I, th- did they actually say that? Is that, yep. yeah. No, they are full. We we are going sequel trilogy. Yeah. Again, and we keep saying it all roads lead to the sequels, guys. Like they, uh, come on. Uh, he's from the wider canon, isn't he? He's from like the Aftermath books. Is yeah, that right? he's from the or- Aftermath trilogy. And how it, uh, and how it, uh, and he's also from the, the Blood, uh, Phasma and Blood phasma book as well mainly and bloodline a bit but the way that they the way that they were speaking and like the terms that they used i was like yeah this ties in nicely again it could be wholly coincidence i I don't expect rick family was read any of those books but it ties in really nicely of what's already been set up which for me is what the books and that should do provide a little platform and then the live action can just take it and go bigger with it but mate yeah when they said commandant hux i thought oh mate and it's played by um, Brian Gleason, which is Donald's brother, which is a really, really cool uh, thing. So when you hear the voice, I remember you saying that voice like, sounds so familiar. It's Donald Gleason's brother. So wow. obviously he's going to sound like him. And he's in his like mid-30s, so he'd probably be, give or take, the right age. He needs to be older, of course, than Little Hux himself. But yeah, that was a really, really cool uh, little me- character to mention. And the Shadow Council as a whole. I love the. I love how just how sinister it sounds. The Shadow Council. I know. I love the sound of all of it is special, and the, the, I don't know. The discussion between everyone was really just. It, it made a lot of sense. Like there's this one general who's like, you know, oh, we can make a fortune out of plundering the the um the light speed lanes, hyperspace lanes, and you know they're like, look, mate, that's getting a bit too much attention. And ultimately, we're not pirates, are we? We're, the, we're you know we're the empire, yeah. And you can see there's like different vision 
You know, that one sentence, it's funny, it's, it is a little bit trivial, but that one sentence tells you a lot of plot, doesn't it? That they're all maybe on a different page. They've all got different ideals and they've all got a different plan of where the Empire should go, how they should yes. survive this thing, how they should outlast the New Republic. And then Gideon, you know, he he just like, he just, you know, throwing his hat in the ring. He's like, look, where's Thrawn? You know? Yes. He, he's, he's doubting, you know, this thrawn leadership and he goes on to say oh perhaps it's time we look you know to a new leader you know a new leadership and i know he means himself as well to me mate to me and we we love bouncing around on these recaps don't mm-hmm. we right that's how to it goes me, that with what we get and i'm sure we're going to revisit it that with gideon's suit that he gets oh. the beskar suit the helmet which is clearly mandalorian inspired or a tribute to to mandalore Mm -hmm. um to me mate it feels like gideon is almost building his like own sect like his own his own like successor to the mandalorian culture his own iteration and lots of people used to say that i wasn't as sure on it but lots of people like like gideon knows a lot about mandalorian history yeah, yeah. Like he knows a lot about the customs and it's like you know when you go abroad well not even when you go abroad wherever you are in the world you might meet uh francophiles or anglophiles you know people who adore uh british or e- e- english history you know, like Jane Austen, Shakespeare, just, just yeah. everything from from England. They're like, oh, I'm a massive fan of that. Same with France, same with a lot of countries, right? Or cultures. This is that. And it's almost creepy. I, yeah, like almost a bit yeah, creepy. It's there is like, kind oh. of like, there is like this almost like this guy just, like, we know, because we know he's a bad guy. He's a deliciously slimy bad guy. And he he's, he's always one step ahead. He knows, he knows more about you than you do and... Yeah, and it's almost like it's kind of like lust for power, um, and almost and dominance as well. It is, isn't it? It's this kind of this creepy underlying kind of creepiness to what he's doing in both kind of in a, a villainy way and a you know a bit too much kind of way. I mm. didn't also. I never quite believed that he was building a sect of Mandos either, or even kind of was one. I, I kind of I understood that he knew a lot, but I thought he, you know, like Thrawn, Thrawn knows his enemy. I was like, maybe Gideon has done his research, but. This makes sense. I didn't expect to see him though with the with the helmet on, and the fact that he's been wearing this his armor pretty much in broad daylight throughout the entire series. Because I was looking at it today, thinking that's just when he takes his helmet off. That's just what he usually wears. I was like, oh, that's that's very cool. You know, he's been he's been flaunting it essentially. Um, mm. But no, I didn't believe that he was going to be a Mando or or wanted to be one. But as we'll talk about, clearly, clearly. We were both uh, on the wrong track there, but but I, I love his kind of play for power, though. Yeah, he's like, you know, where's Thrawn? You know, you keep going on about him, but I notice, mm. well, huh, he's not here again. And he mentions Pelion as well, who was in Legends, like a big deal in like the heir to the Empire books. It's Thrawn's right hand man, and he's been in the canon as well. So I'm pretty sure there'd be a lot of Legends heads who'd be very excited to see live action Pelion. But Pelion's like, look, if we're gonna be successful. It relies on the secrecy of the Grand Admiral returning. You know, we can't mm. we can't just tell everyone. Everyone, no, he's going to come out of nowhere, and we're going to win this because no one knows he's coming. But Gideon's not having it. I love that. I love that. He's like, doesn't matter. 
we need new leadership. And he's kind of like looking around, smirking like, come on, guys, look at me. I'm your guy. But interesting enough, almost well, most of the people there, apart from Brendel Hux, which sounds mad, and Pelion, the rest of them are kind of nodding. They're like, yep, I, I think you might be right, mate, apart from mm-hmm. those two, mm-hmm. which I thought mm-hmm. was interesting. And uh, we find out that Hux loves loves clones, this whole Project Necromancer. He's loving the cloning side of it, but he's out there in the other... As per the canon, if they if they're sticking to it, which I haven't mentioned, he was at least out there in the unknown regions. He was one of the people who was taken by the emperors. Remember those messengers, the red geezers in Battlefront Two. Um, yes, they they, they yes. went to the unknown region basically to take the smartest minds and rebuild and come back again, and also to start cloning. So uh, that ties up nicely as well. Well, did you notice this? There's something that I it kind of went over my head when we watched it at Celebration mm-hmm. um, that I really noticed today is in the cloning conversation, um, Gideon is basically keeping his cloning project secret. Yes. Right? Good shout. It's like, yeah. Like the other guys are like, oh, yeah, because Gideon, because we know you like to do your, your like cloning projects and stuff. And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like- he kind of dances around the subjects. And of course, leading into that scene, we do see more of those tubes, right? Down the corridor into the meeting room, the cloning tubes or whatever they are. And that red kind of laser gate, so out of the Phantom Menace, what a boss way to entrance, mate. I mean, I mean, come on, mate. Come on. (laughs) It's it's what an extra way to (laughs) enter. Yeah, and then he's like, mate, also, don't forget, lads, I want three TIE fighters and I want three Praetorian guards. And yep, and the bombers. Yeah, and he's he's like, oh, I'm confident that the Mandalorians are going to be um, trying to retake, you know, Mandalore. Yes. And I think what I noticed, he, uh, uh, particularly with the title card, you know, The Spies, but mm. also throughout the episode, and again, maybe this is a little bit of celebration creeping in, I thought the sound design and the music was better. The audio in the whole episode, I thought, was a step up of what we've been getting in the last few episodes. Um, so, yeah, I think that's probably worth worth a, a, a cheeky a cheeky mention. But a cheeky the nod. spies mm-hmm. that's the that's that's the name of the episode. That's the title. Spies. Who are the spies, mate? Well, that's the thing. Like, usually at the end of every episode, you you it, it, it feels like it's obvious of who, like who's who. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's that person. That's this person. Okay. Or even then, it's even a little bit interpretive, isn't it? But yes, in this episode, it's really not clear. Do you think there is a spy amongst the Mando um, ranks? Is are the spies the imperial presence on the planet of Mandalore? Like I think so. Well, it opens up with obviously with um, Kane, Kate O'Brien's character Kane, and she's obviously delivering intel to Gideon in this kind of really kind of rain drenched neon Coruscant slash Blade Runner beautiful in- intro that is very akin to the Andor intro. You know, you're following the character from behind. You've got this pumping kind of uh, synth music playing. Awesome way to start. But she's and, mm. and they've got that probe droid, which uh, sorry Viper droid, which I actually thought. Looked massive. I thought they were little, but um, but yeah, she's delivering intel. So she's spying. She's saying like the pyro attack didn't work. It was Din. It was Bo. They're the ones who did it. You know, over to you. So obviously she's a spy. But yeah, looking back on it, literally, we've only just, I've just finished watching my second viewing, 
And I thought, well, who are the spies? I mean, you've got the, the pirate mandos, I call them, the survivor mandos on the pirate ship. They're not really spying because if they are, they're not doing a very good job because they missed an obvious red flag in the Imperial Red uh, Base. Um, mm. So I think it is the Imperials. I think them having a presence on Mandalore throughout this, firstly, is unbelievably cool and also so, so villainous and bad mm. and evil that this whole mm. time they were there and no one knew. But I think they are because obviously on the planet, they, they know everything about it. They've been able to use the planet's resources to create these Beskar alloy uh, um, armor for their troopers. Um, they're able to know the, the whereabouts of the Mandos. They're able to, it says they can do what they want. So I think so. I mean, I, I'm still struggling a little bit as to who the spies are because there are no apparent mm. ones within the Mandos. Katie O'Brien at the beginning, um, Officer Kane, she's clearly a spy. And I mean, unless I'm missing something and people are shouting at me through their phones or headphones, I guess the Imperials are as well. But I mean, well, I, what that's are you what thinking? I mean, that's what this is what I mean. Like maybe it is yeah. one, maybe it's someone in the Mandalorian sect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like where's. How, yeah, how did they know they were coming? And oh, the armor escaped you know, quickly, didn't she? Oh, she she went and took them on her ship. So Not on, saying that's her, but or, honestly, it was a thought. Mm-hmm. It was a thought of mine. Honestly, it was a thought yep. of mine. You know, it's a great shout. Imagine and, that though. And there was Gideon, a, there was a couple of shots. Sorry, mate. There was a couple of shots during it where Bo was doing a speech, or when they, when she was like, like onwards, mm. they'd even for a second or two they'd cut to the armorer. Just, just for her, obviously you can't get a reaction shot because of her mask, but I did notice that there was a few shots of just the armour today after Bo was kind of giving a speech or something, which could be uh, looked at as if, yeah, she's she's really in now, she follows Bo, or it could mm. be kind of a, you know, let's just, we're, we're just nodding, nodding so you can see what she looked, what the, where the armour is looking, and the armour at one point looks at Paz when she's talking, and little nods like that I noticed, so maybe the armour has got more to play. Yes, yeah. I I'm leaning toward that. If it's anyone at the moment, I'm leaning toward the armor. And I like I I like what you said about like the the lair. You know, this is my lair. This is <laughs> my Shops Mandalorian with laser lair. Beams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I'm like, yeah. Go on. Why not? Why not? Have, There's have a Starbucks a t- down there. Yeah, you know it, mate. You know it. So 2000s, here for it. Um, oh, fantastic. Right, eh? So, so okay, we're now back on Mandalore. The fleet are arriving there. Um, no, we're not on Mandalore. We're on flipping, what's it called, Navarro. We're on Navarro. Yes, it's being fleet, rebuilt. The Mandalorian fleet are arriving there, kind of this newly unified, you know, tribes of Mandalore. Uh, really interesting. I liked the Grief's droid, the little annoying droid. Um, doesn't really understand like markings yep. on 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 the ship. It's like it's a small thing, but I thought it was worth writing down that like we can look at something like that, like as as humans, biologics. I think they yep. they refer to them as in 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 this season. You can see, like, oh yeah, no, that's clearly not imperial because it has this markings on it. The droid didn't get that. The droid's like, but it's clearly an imperial ship, you know, according to my data, my sensors. And it's like that's a little bit of commentary, I think, maybe to to AI and things like that. It's like there are things that humans can just get, 
like that. Yeah. You know, but it got we, the we ship asked. wrong as well. Grief's like, well, actually, yes. it's a light cruiser, not a whatever he called it, a destroyer, whatever they called it. So yeah, another another true. mistake three PO's cousin made. Yeah, maybe I mean maybe <laughs> maybe I'm like overthinking. Maybe maybe the droid is just a little bit thick. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Bit daft, bit stupid. Yeah, daft um, but the merging. Oh, oh, I've just knocked off my windshield, and I. Oh, oh you naughty boy! You get pathetic. that, man. You get your windshield, and I'll and I'll mention the merging of the Mandos, like you said. Yeah, go on. Yeah, they, go they on. kind of build up that these two clans don't get on. Even Gideon says up top when he's talking to Katie O'Brien, Kane. He says, you know, those those two clans don't get along. So, what do you mean there? What do you mean they're fighting together? Bo says it again in the cockpit. These guys ain't going to get on. But listen, we've got to we've got to do what we can. They hate each other, and of course, you've got Axe Woves. Koska there you've got Paz Fizzler in the armor on the other side it's kind of like a Royal Rumble is about to happen but the armor is like no listen welcome we'll make camp we'll make you a feast and you know all of the hostilities generally come from from um, the night owls and the the mm. mandos who haven't followed the wave you know what I mean like it's always seems to be mm. Axe or someone who is being a pain you know the yes. guys. Well, the, the 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 helmeted man. Those may not the children of the watch may not be the most welcoming, but it seems like they keep their thoughts to themselves generally, and only f- act when provoked. Whereas these uh, these intruders, these um, Bogotan's old gang, they're the ones who really seem to be the most hostile. That's what I got second time. No, no, no. Well, even even when um, Paz and Axe kind of fight, fight each Axe. other, Axe is the one, like you said, Axe is the one who provokes him. He's like, oh, these guys are so primitive. It's like, no, they've just, yeah. they just got a slightly different set of rules like to how you play the mm-hmm. game, and, and that's it. So the, the irony being, you know, these closed-minded people that are maybe more conservative, keep their helmets on, you know, they – probably a bit more respectful than you guys they're, they're you know right. around saying stuff like that i didn't get that from the episode anyway and mm-hmm. I, I i that could be some commentary for a great deal of things around yeah. the world not just you america lots of places you know that yeah, there's a lot of things that you're like do you know is this necessary do you really need to treat that person like this person and that like because they have but, different you know, beliefs or creed or culture yep yeah, because they clearly do, mate. They clearly have completely different beliefs, and yet they are still bonded by this idea of Mandalorian, this idea of yep. Mandalore as a people, as a culture, as a creed. And they're sick of not living on their home planet. They're sick of living in a different planet all the time, in 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 like holes in the ground. You know, they've had enough. <laughs> they want their own home. Mm-hmm. And again, we can look at modern modern world uh, or modern history recent history in a lot of places that's similar to that mate and i don't know i i i really enjoyed that ultimately by the end of the episode these guys fight don't they you know axe yeah. and, and paz and which i quite enjoyed actually yeah, um, yeah. but ultimately paz or axe are willing to die for each other yeah. that's and the, the cause that's and the cause, the creed, that's the big picture here. It's like, it's not just about these stupid, like, oh my, I play a different, you know, don't get, and I feel like that's the message of this episode. Don't get distracted by that. You know, that yeah. stuff's not important. You know, ultimately, yeah. would you, would, would, would you die for each other? Would you do this? Would you make sacrifices for each other? Yes. Then move on. 
you know, move on. It doesn't, it's, it's not that deep. It's not that big. And I, that's, uh, that's one of the best things I got from this episode, buddy. No, good shout, mate. Uh, Bo mentions during it that she's sick or tired. You know, no, no one enemy can defeat Mandalore, but the divisions within themselves, that's what defeats them all the time. Mm. And we see it in this episode, the hostilities, the fights about space chess. Um, I was like, it took me back to playing Monopoly with mates or, or family when, when Axe is about to get up and just throw the board off. He's like, I've had enough of this. And Paz mm. just gets up. He's like, nah, nah. You want to do that? I'm going to fight you. I was like, this have is, you ever done like, that? Have you, have you ever done I've that? I've never got up and fought with someone, but there have been times yeah. when I'm playing where I thought, I could really, I, I hate this game. I don't want to play anymore. I could just <laughs> throw it off, but I'm a nice guy, so I don't. I think about it in my head, though, and in my head it's glorious, but no, I'd yeah. never do it in reality. Um, but yeah, the fight, um, the fight scenes are great. The actions throughout is really good. I always check now for the editing, is it choppy? Do we know what's going on? Can we understand where we are, geography, location, etc.? Fami Ewer knows how to frame a action scene. Um, mm. And the one, especially the one on the boat, first off, what they do go to great lengths to show is that Paz is an ox. Paz is an ox. He is mm. a machine. He will take you, uh, he'll beat you with his fists, he'll beat you with his gun, he'll beat you with a knife. This guy, this guy can't be taken down easily. They, they go to great lengths to show you that, which I thought... Obviously, now having seen it, was a very cool kind of foreshadowing for what's to come. But um, yes, the 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 divisions, like you say, or the the way that they could learn to respect each other, throw away your your petty differences, because when it comes down to it, it's all about it's it's about dying for the cause for each other. I love that it during it later on, when it came down to it, when when it hit the fan. Now, Max is like, look, I, I need to get up there and warn the fleet. I need to get reinforcements. And it's Paz who's like, bro, you go. I'll lay down covering fire. Go, go, go. And they work together when it when Mandalore needs it. And you'd like mm. to think that had events not transpired the way they did, that maybe the two of them could have worked together properly and formed an actual unit because they, the, they seem to be the de facto military heads of each side. Mm. So that would have been cool to see them, but... I ain't going to complain about the way it went, mate. But, um, you know, I, I think you're bang on there, mate. I think you're bang on that this episode. And this season's starting to go, go down that route as well. But I think this episode was most successful in saying your differences about space chess, about the helmets, about who eats what, whatever. doesn't matter. Mm. doesn't matter. In the grand scheme of things, we finally need to come together as a reunited culture, which is what this season's all been about, bringing everyone together, which maybe the next episode will give us more of if we are going to achieve our ultimate goal. Um, and I'm glad that they, I'm glad that you mentioned it as well. And I'm glad that they broached it so evidently this, this episode. I love it. I love We're it. Here for it aren't we? It's, it's amazing. Uh, I, I know it is. I'm not, I'm not trivializing it and I'm not like making light of it, but it's a little, it reminded me anyway of, and I know not everyone's going to agree with this, but it, it reminds of me a little bit of like, you know, England and Scotland, you know, the union between those <laughs> two countries. And, the, you know, there's a little bit of that. And obviously there's differences there and there's current affair stuff there. And, you know, but that's just what, and you, I can think of so many other examples that are very, 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 very similar where ultimately it's like, well, you know, yeah. Anyway, um, we get some really, really cute and funny moments in this episode, mate. <laughs> some very cute and funny moments. <laughs> Our boy's back. I mean, I mean, it's it's 
this is actually quite a serious, um, lots uh, a serious episode. There's combat, yeah. heavy fighting. Time. Yeah, there's some there's some deep dialogue. My notes for this episode are bigger than any other notes for this <laughs> Same season here. so far. And a big reason for that is just I'm typing out that dialogue. I'm like, right, let me just note that down mm-hmm. real quick. And that's also because I've got the privilege of seeing it a second time this morning. Yes. You know? So I'm like, I'm happy to just sit there note-taking a, 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 a wee bit more. Um, but, mate, Mando is with grief, and he's like, look, I've got something for you. IG-11, oh, wait, no, 12 walks in, and... A a, a a baboo freak. I forget their their, their the race. Anzellans. The Anzellans. Thank you. Anzellan just walks in, piloting IG twelve <laughs> like a little bit rough, and they're like, right, Grogu. That's it. That's your Hulk bus. Yours, mate. You get. You go. You go in. You sit in there. No, like, let's see if he fits. And when they when when Grogu and the Anzellan <laughs> pass each other, it's like bad baby, bad baby, no squeezy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just uh, just things like that. I was like, stupid oh, mate, humor. No, this is this is good. Yeah, but it's good stupid. But humor. it is good humor. Not, yes, I enjoyed it. It's not like yeah, it's not like. Cheese, it's not too cheesy, it's not too camp, it's it, it's so so enjoyable. So enjoyable. And it's a payoff as well. Yes, yes, no, oh. no. <laughs> that is great. I loved it when when Din goes to take him out of IG twelve and Grogu yeah. makes it and because because he provides cognition, he moves the hand and grabs Din's hand, and everyone in the audience went, Ooh, like, yeah. oh man, he ain't having this yeah. anymore. Um, yeah, it reminded and, and me Jin, of having a kid when she just all they say is no, no, or well, yes, yes, please stop saying that. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> he took me flashbacks, man. So I can't handle this. P- a PTSD. PTSD. Yeah. PTSD. I was going to say but that. It worked uh, for me. Yeah, and Din, Humor, not like, PTSD. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, and uh, Din's like, what do you mean no? What do you mean yeah. no? He's and, and Din's like, nah. Get get him out of there! <laughs> it's like it's so no. it's so it's so dad, isn't it? But while Grogu is in like the Hulk Buster IG twelve, I think it's called now. Um, it's like it's teenage Grogu. It's not like it's baby it's more sass there, isn't it? More attitude, There's, almost more yeah, kind because, of like free will. Yes, yeah. And he's like, yeah, well, I'm doing my own thing now. I've got my capability. I'm not getting out of this. And he's walking around like doing. I, I thought, and he, I love that they're just walking down the marketplace in Navarro and you just hear, yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Uh, and then he goes and gets the fruit and squeezes it. And I, the whole thing, the whole thing, mate, was tremendously well executed. Tremendously well executed. Come on. Mm. Mm. Cheeky drink. Come on. It's got to be done. First, first one of the uh, of the recap, mate, had to be done. Oh, be I done, loved mate. it. Iconic, yeah, no. iconic, iconic, and it probably will be as well. When I th- saw him in there first, I was like, "How's this going to work?" But it did. Like that when yes, 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 and then a hard cut to them walking through the, the market, and he's still pressing that button. <laughs> you can just imagine Din it is most kind of huffy dad, like he was on uh, outside Luke's temple when he's like, "Is that a bench?" <sighs> Just huffing his way through life and just like existing. Um, 
Uh, yeah, and the fruit was cool. And him having to keep giving credits to the guys, like, they have more, have more. A fun little in- interlude. And like you say, in what is quite a heavy episode, it's, it's lore deep. You know, they, they go hard mm. throughout this episode. If it's not the Mandos uniting around the campfire to retake their world, it's the Shadow Council talking about how they can be rid of the Mandos once and for all and long live the Empire and all this kind of stuff. Or mm. just seeing those three Mando survivors all ragtag. And this is what the war's done to them. You're seeing you're almost refugees on their own planets. There's an awful lot of kind of heavy stuff going in. So it was it was quite nice to get those 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 fun moments. And again we get the payoff in the fight between Axe and Paz. Trying to say those names is Axe and Paz. When they're fighting and but Bo literally says nobody can stop them fighting. We can't step in. You know, it will basically go the way it goes. But it's Grogu and IG twelve who step in, grab you know, to stop the fight and he's saying no. No, no, this isn't the way. And Mando's like, I didn't teach him how to do that. Grogu mm-hmm. gives a little nod to his dad. Yeah, yeah, I see. I'm like you say, I'm maturing. I, I'm seeing things now. I'm having my own free will here. I thought that was interesting as well because a lot of people think Grogu's going to be the Mando or the the big daddy by the end of this. And a lot of people have also said he hasn't done anything this season, which you know, I'm, I'm happy to go along with. But now. We know we're going to get payoff with IGL 12 and Grogu, don't we, mate? Yeah, no, we do. No, we do. I love that you brought that out, mate. The, um, the, the when he stops the fight between Axe and, 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 and Paz. And um, yeah, I thought, I, I, I think I said even at Celebration, I was like, that's the Jedi in him. He's yes, learned that yeah, from yeah. Luke. Yeah. Yep. Because yep. remember, like weapons, weapons are part of the Mandalorian religion, right? And the children yep. of the watch. And, you know, they're very much a standoffish, like, no, if we're going to settle this, let's settle this this way. Yep. You know, and the Jedi aren't like that. You know, Luke isn't like that. And yet Luke could whip all of them. Do you know what I mean? And yet he's, yeah. All, oh, yeah. He's, he's about peace and love, isn't he? And that's what Luke's probably learning at so the he's moment. He's always been about. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that, that, that's, the nod that I got, especially with that line, like he didn't learn that from me. That's like, oh yeah, well he learned it from Luke. You know, where else has he been learning from, yep. or who else has he been learning from in the last few years? So, yeah, absolutely adored that. Um, we we get a lot of a lot of like uh, exposition, dialogue, uh, world building between Din Jarin and Bo Katan as well, or actually the Mandos. All of them, yeah. don't we? I mean, at first, um, I, I can't. I'm, I'm putting this like part of the episode all together. Like, let's bundle it all together. Mm-hmm. They're, they're like, they're, they're on their little adventure. They're walking, they're walking through the desert, and they're, <laughs> they're, they're like, "What's that on the horizon?" And mate, it is a pirate ship on skates. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they're like, "Is that the unsubtle. voice?" Of- yeah, unsubtle. Uh, they're, they're loving the pirates, mate. This season. <laughs> They're, they're loving yeah. it. I think it someone's gone unnoticed. Yeah. Someone's watched uh, old Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, <laughs> once Disney. or twice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm here for it. I love I love Pirates. I love the first Pirates of the Caribbean and the second, yes. actually. Yes, yeah. the first few are decent. Yeah, yeah. And then it gets a bit crazy, right? Gets a bit bummed. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. fine. Well, this is better. Well, they're, they're like, look, look, is that the voice of uh, Lady Bo Katan Cries? And. They're these like remnant Mandalorians, like yes. like a lost, a lost tribe. So it's like another, another fold, and a lot of them are injured or too weak. Yeah, and that's with what you were saying earlier. The armorer 
is like, maybe I should uh, take them away in the mm-hmm. ship yeah. and I can I can get out of here or something like that. So it's like, oh, is, did she know that was what was happening? Did she did- pass a message down below the surface? Even though the communications are not great, they do say that, but, you know, I'm sure they could have worked a way out somehow to get it yes. under there. Maybe oh, yeah. it is reaching, but... And I don't need it. I don't need like a Game of Thrones level kind of wow moment at the end of every episode or season. But I genuinely think that would be a massive, massive shock, and actually quite a quite a welcome one. If the armorer, after all of that, the one who seemingly upholds the traditions of Mandalore to a T, is the one who is mm. you know working alongside Moff Gideon, which would also pay um, credence to the theory that a lot of people think she is. Rook Cast, who was one of Maul's kind of a, like second hands, right hand women in the in the Clone Wars and in the Siege of Mandalore, because she's got the horns on her helmet as well, like Rook Cast did, like Maul's followers did. And it would who, be a great- who else has horns, by the way? Who else has horns on their Mandalorian helmet? Great, yep. great catch there, mate. He has his he has his horns on his old Mando helmet. Mate, I'm starting to think that we're onto something here. And hey, look, I don't know if anyone else is speaking about this. If so, good, but we're talking about it. So we might <laughs> we, be onto something here live. And we we yeah. didn't speak about this at Celebration or since. It's not something we've been working on. It's, it's something we've been working on this episode just by re-watching it. The benefit of seeing it twice. And, mate, do you know what? I, I'm, I, I, might, I think we might be onto something. Or, or, or they might be giving us the breadcrumbs for us to believe that this is a viable option. I hope it yes. is as well. Yeah, me too. I'm kind of do now. This is juicy, isn't it? This is <laughs> this is this is a little bit juicy, and yeah, I, I would, I, I would be here for it. I would be so yep. so here for 100%. it. So it all depends. All depends. All depends on how it's done, mate. All depends on how well it's executed. But you know, I'm, yeah, I know, I know. I, couldn't, I, I was like, do I do it? Don't I do it? I don't know. Um, when it calls yeah, for it, well, you do it. Mm. Mm, get well, it down here. We learn a lot of stuff. We learn a lot of stuff. The remnant Mandos, they, they feel like they've been punished because, you know, we, as as Mandalorians, as a people, as a race, we refuse to surrender. Yep. And Bo's like, look, mate, that's not true, mate. Really, really, really sorry. I met up with Gideon, and we did. We agreed a ceasefire for, 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 to basically stop them from from genocide of the mandalorian people big revelation as well big reveal that people have been wanting to know about for three seasons now and, and what happens to the dark saber what happens to it gideon takes it gideon yeah. takes the dark saber doesn't he as part well, of the deal that's part of the deal Dis- yeah. i want you all to be disarmed i want to di- mandalorians be disarmed you know um bend the knee basically to the empire swear loyalty and we will make sure that no Mandalorians are harmed in this ceasefire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's Gideon, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, mate. <laughs> it is. It's all juicy, in it? Because a lot of people are like, how did you get the Darksaber? It's been answered. It's been answered. And I like it. I like that. Yeah, that's that, that, that makes sense. That's logical. You know, don't overthink it. Don't overdo it. I like it. Simple. Um, and, the, and, and the remnant, they all look a bit rough, don't they? Bless them. They've not. Just, not, just not, a bit. Yeah, just a little bit, just a little bit. Uh, they're like, oh, well, how did how did all these others survive? And you know, the um, the armor is like we were on the moon of Concordia, 
Yep. Like, are you Death Watch? And he's like, Death Watch is no longer, but you are the children mm. of the Watch. So you are, yep. you know, kind of. you are the next generation. Yep. Um, and, and Bo's like, guys, look, it's our own division that destroys us. Again, hitting home in not a very subtle Bang. way, but I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And it, the, 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 the theme of this episode and, and maybe even the theme of this season of the Mandalorian. It's always our own division that destroys us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here for it. And I think that's when, you know, like the Din and Bo are having this amazing conversation and revelation about, you know, why, why someone like Din is following her, you know, why, why Bo-Katan is a big deal in this season. Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah, no, the, uh, the the knackered captain, as I've got his name down, the survivor captain, he's played mm. by Charles Parnell. I, he was in Top Gun Maverick last year. He's a very good actor. But yeah, that, the moment between Din and Bo, it's great. They're, they're looking, it is like they're at sea. They're on like the port side, I guess, or whatever it be, the stern of the ship looking out over and it's nighttime. And Bo is like, look, I don't know if I can hold every, hold everyone together. And Din's like, look, we've been mm-hmm. on the verge of extinction for millennia, but we're still here. Mm-hmm. He says that mm-hmm. that blade doesn't mean anything to me. doesn't mean anything to my people. We believe in, in honour, loyalty, and character, mate. He says, these are the reasons I serve you, Lady Crees. Your song is not yet written. I will serve you until it is. And I thought, Din, mate, come on. You give me the goosebumps at not half nine in the morning. You can't be doing that, mate. Um, what a, what a, what a, great way to put it. it is very kind of mythological uh very medieval very tolkien-esque kind of way of writing about mm. you know the stories we hear about the sort songs of eons past and that but it just takes on like a bigger weight when you're like yeah your song isn't over yet but when it is done i'll be there with you i was like oh is it foreshadowing or is it just a really mm. cool really kind of like co uh you know they're, they're the respect between them now is so solid that din's like look i'll i'll follow you to the end I loved, loved, loved that bit. I thought it was outstanding. Yeah. Outstanding. You know, that writing. I love, and, and to me, mate, it felt like, ah, oh, this is Mandalorian. You know, back. this is Mandalorian. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, the writing, everything about it. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the lack of celebrity cameos. but uh, Yeah, this, I mean, this, this, oh. this is the way. This is the way. This and then is the, the way. The, the the remnant guys they they know where the great forge is so they can take them there but obviously they get like I, I think that's where the fight between Axe and Paz then happens and, uh, yes um, it is yep yeah yeah and they then get a really defiant blast of the Mandalorian theme as well when mm. when he's like we can take you there and the ship takes off and it, and the Mando theme plays and it does kind of feel like there's a bit of steel to it now like yes like, yeah. we're, we're we're off and then yes. they start fighting over space chess <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, brilliant, brilliant. You know, who don't want to wake up on a Wednesday and watch two guys fight over space chess? You know, like <laughs> exactly. You know, the, the, that's that's what Star Wars is all about, guys. That's what it's all about. Um, I mean, <laughs> mate, on their way to the Great Forge, um, mm. which is great because they're like, that's again, that's a bit of a plot device, isn't it? They're like, look, we got this whole planet to to, to find, and like, no, these guys can help you. Um, before they get there, they're attacked by a monster. Again, yeah. I don't mind. Speaking about plot devices, but yes. I don't mind. I don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind the pl- the, the monster thing. That, a, that's a theme of, of <laughs> the Mandalorian Season 3. Big, 
big monsters. <laughs> and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I suppose like Mandalore as a planet is filled with those sort of things, and that's why they have to live in these cities that are kind of in a bubble, you know? So, you know, if you squint, is your expression in it, mate? If you squint, it's like, yeah, no, it works. You see through it. And listen, mate, like you, when I, when I saw that, this is the bit that worried me in the in the convention hall when this big kind of like, this big monster came out of the ground. Because at first I was like, oh my God, it's the Mythosaur. It isn't the Mythosaur. Mm. It's like I some sort that. of God. I thought that as well, but it's like some sort of Godzilla-esque creature. But I thought, oh, here we go. This is this is the conflict now. We're going to have a big fight. They're going to win. And then, the, and then the next episode is going to be, well, what we got, what we got at the end of this one, I thought would be the end, would be the next one, but no. Um, but it, it was a very brief monster fight, which is what I've got noted down. Is that the other ones are quite drawn out, or they're they're longer? This is pretty brief. This big boy comes out, it destroys the ship, mm-hmm. and then that's it. And like you say about a plot device, it it you know happens to be in a place where the imperial base is, so they can escape further underground in that moment. Also, Paz and Axe lads. They're the ones who both take IG-12 and Grogu to safety. They both look at each other, nod, grab one arm, and jetpack him to safety. So they're starting to work together already. When, yeah. like you say, when conflict arises and you know the, their brotherhood or the Mandos are at risk, they work together, but they just can't yes. get over petty differences like chess. But yeah, so this geezer, this big Godzilla monster comes out of the ground. They have to, they have to escape. They're going deeper underground. They have to escape <laughs> underground. And that's and they're at the Great Forge. You're kind of like, oh well, that was good. Well, that was convenient enough. But they're not alone. They hear these jetpacks, don't they, mate? And I, I, well, again, it's happening quickly as well. It is, but just before, just before that, other jetpacks. Mm-hmm. Um, there's jet three. Packs. There's three lines. There's three lines yes. from the three different creeds, and they're like, oh, good show. Paz is like, you lived here, and Costca uh, is like, yeah, we all we all did. And then the remnant is like, we never left. Yeah. And it's, you know, the th- it's just that. Ugh. Yeah, it's that re-emphasis of Great you know, show. what this is all about. And yeah, then you're right. We get that, that there's jetpacks and like they're not Mandalorians. And then there's a, there's a fight. There's, there's, oh. There is a fight and they're like, right, there's no time to think. Bang, 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 bang. Mm-hmm. And at first I'm thinking, I remember watching it um, for the first time thinking, that's a bit random. They've only just got there, and these guys are like the fight's great, but where they, where did these guys come from? You know, ten minutes later, you find out why. You oh. find out why it's like, oh right, no, they're getting close to the imperial base. Yeah, the 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 evil lair, lair. You know? <laughs> so <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm, I'm here for it, and and they're like, right, okay, kid, you got to keep up. Mad yeah. Din's like, look, he's not, he's not like babying him, is he? He's like, no, 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 <laughs> you got to keep up, you know, don't do anything stupid. He knows he can protect himself. Yeah. He knows he can protect himself. Um, yeah, brilliant. The fight scene, brilliant. Advance, and they're just oh, like, yeah, from Mandalore, yes. close quarter fighting, mate. I love it. It's just Imperials in the armor that you see Gideon walk past when he's when he's swagging down the catwalk with those red laser doors. They are there. The armor's there waiting. Before he gets to the clone area, I dug it, mate. Because originally I thought, is it the, the like, Super Mandalorian commandos or whatever they're called from Clone Wars who wore all white? And I think they lived on Concordia. I think I could be totally wrong there, but always that Rebels. It's one of the animated <laughs> series, but there were Super Mandos who wore white who just who were menaces. Well, I think they might yeah. have been Fen Rouse boys, but I, anyway, yeah, I think so. I think so. I think you're right. 
That's what I yeah. thought it was originally, but and that's when Axe leaves to get cover. But there's this close quarter fighting. You've got Bo Katan like noosing someone to death. You've got Din's clotheslining people. Then he shoots him in the head three times to make sure. Paz is going Wolfie Berserk with his massive gun. You've got the retreat. But the but the soldiers, the imp soldiers, are getting licks in as well. You know, they're getting shots mm-hmm. in. But the they, you know, Bogotan gets creamed in the shoulder at one point. But I was looking thinking, I know that they've said like previously elsewhere that, you know, to kill a man you've got to be precise with your shooting. These manos must be very precise because every shot they land is getting just of must be in the right area to kill them because this is best car. If mm. the imps are shooting the mandos and it's not affecting their best car, why is it not happening the other way around? Why can the mandos shoot the imps and they're just dying? No, they must must be um, what, hitting him in the is, right but, parts. But are they are they Beskar? Yeah, they yeah, they Beskar said, yeah, they said it's made of Beskar alloy. Yeah, um, they said that, that during was... the fight and during the fight as well. They even shout. I think it's Mando shouts or Paz shouts. They're wearing Beskar. Uh, ah. I know it's the second time round. That's when I thought. Hmm. So and I was kind of looking at where they were. Do you shooting know what? It. I didn't pick up on that, mate. I only noticed the um, when Gideon is like, oh yeah, no, this is all like my best guard drip. Yeah. yeah I didn't know this. The imps. Yeah, no, they shout it during it. Um, again, nice little bit of dialogue there, just so, just so we know it's happening. They're, they're wearing best guard, but then I thought they did get overpowered quite easily, the imps. Not easily, but for someone wearing best guard, but I guess the Mandos now have to take out other Mandos. But yeah, I love that. I love the fact that just in. it's a close quarter fight, which didn't feel muddled. It didn't feel you know, too chaotic in terms of the, the editing or anything like that. And it, it felt, again, it felt like a challenge. This whole sequence leading up to the very end finally felt like our heroes are being challenged. The pirates, nah, they are no challenge whatsoever. Now we've got enemies who, whilst they may still be winning and advancing, they're not the pirates. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I do know what you mean, mate. Yeah. I do know what you mean. And and you, you see actually throughout this episode Mando Mandalorian losses. You know, whether yes. it's against that beast that they escaped and then from the Imperials now, you know, they're 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 taking out, they are taking losses and they're going through, they're battling these guys, these guys are running away, and that's where we find the evil lair. lair. And Oh, and I love this. I love the evil lair. <laughs> That's great. I want one. And and the 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 um Imperials cut off Din and Paz, who are kind of making like the lead, aren't they, militarily in the battle. They're kind of leading they're, the yeah, way. Yeah, they're the heavies, yeah. Yeah, because you you know, you talk about Paz, how capable he is when it comes to combat or conflict. You know, Din Jaren beat Paz in yes. the book of Boba Fett, right? You know, yeah, yeah, Din Jaren is a capable warrior. He is a well-respected warrior. And I think everyone kind of sees him like that. And um, yeah, mate, they get, they get, they get split up, mate, from the crew. You know, the Scooby snacks are being divided between them. They have to split up. (laughs) They got split up, mate. And you thought, you said something after the screening um, finished where, because you've got Mando is now, he's isolated now one side of the door with these, um, Imp- these imperial mandos everybody else is on the other side of the door and mando's getting like he's getting hooked up isn't he you thought that was it for him didn't you You thought that was the end for our boy i on I, first I, few I, there, there was a lot of feelings mate <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
There was a lot of feelings. There was a lot of feelings. I was thinking, mate, like, I don't know. I don't know. I, th- I think I thought a few things. I think I thought a few things. Um, what did you think? Uh, had it been a finale, I probably would have thought, yeah, there's a good chance he might get his head lopped off here. Because it's the penultimate episode, I was like, no, nah, they're not going to off him here. Plus, with the announcements we got that we're getting the culmination cinematically, I'd love to see Din Djarin in the, in, in the, like, the series finale on the cinema. But see... Yeah. At the time, though, because of the way it's written, because of the way it's shot, and the just a kind of the menace that Gideon, when he comes, the, the the menace that he exudes, and the fact that we know he's already purged an entire culture, and he will happily do it again. Mm. You don't mm. trust this guy. You don't, but you don't believe for a second that. Well, you do believe, sorry, for a second that he would just be like, yeah, bang, 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 gone. But uh, I thought he would be fine. But as for the others, you know, this is where I was like, I need stakes. I need them to prove now that they are a. They are a real deal. Yes, mate. And I think they did. Do you think they did? You know, like just, Din, just a bit. Din gets taken out to the debriefing room. Ooh, <laughs> did you notice that? Doesn't that doesn't sound good, yeah. They're like, they're like, take him to the debrief, de- debrief, de- debrief room. And <laughs> debrief. They're going to do that. Like, uh, Gideon is like, look, you, you lot are a bunch of has beens. I, I did write yeah. it. I didn't write it verbatim, but just because I was like, I was just enjoying the scene again too yeah. much. I was like, nah, like, uh, but it, he's like, yeah, you guys were a great civilization. You gave a lot to, all, all, you know, all, all in a historical context. He's mm-hmm. like, he, he's really disrespecting them. He's like, no, you guys are, you're, you're gone. And it's almost like he is, he is the next, he is the oh, savior of he's this the evolution. Planet. Yeah. Yeah, and he believes I that. Loved that bit. He says, "Yeah, he says here, I've created new dark troopers, forged with Beskar alloy." And then the best line of the whole se- season for me is when I mentioned it afterwards. This got me. He's like the most impressive, most impressive improvement is that it has me in it. I, yeah. I'm the final key to this arm. I was like, "You dirtbag!" I love it. Um, but he says every society basically has something impressive. Jedi clones. He said even you guys. I've aggregated all of the best parts to create an army that will bring order to the galaxy. Get those interceptors and the bombers ready. Purge these fools. But, you know, the Jedi, he may, he, he did take Grogu's blood. He's taken the Mando bit armor. You know, he's, he's, we know he's involved in cloning. He thinks he's the final piece of the puzzle. What on earth is he up to? What, what is he doing? You know, what is he planning in his little sector there? What army is he going to create to bring order to the galaxy. I, I love the sinister way he is. And again, I believe that he would. And the fact that he's willing to just blow them all to hell and back is, uh, he's, you know, this is a guy who's bad. He's bad to the bone. He's not changing sides. Do you know what I mean? This guy isn't becoming a good guy ever. No, no, no. I think he, 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 he's a big bad. He's a big bad yes. and he's here to stay, mate. I think he's here to stay. Grogu, and Mando gets separated, and Grogu's mm. face is, oh my word, it oh. is it is wonderfully, wonderfully done. Yeah. Wonderfully Puppeteering's done. The, excellent. The, I know it's sad, but it's like, oh, oh no. They've been, they're split mm. up. Yeah. Like, Same as season two, but just the flip. Yes. Yes. It's like, oh, you know, it's poetry you know, and rhymes. Hey, That's George. what it is. That's what it is. That's what it. That's what it. That's what it's all about, mate. That's what it's all about. And I mean, I've got those other notes that, like, what I said earlier, Gideon. He's like a manda file, isn't he? 
<laughs> you know, he is the survival of the Mandalorian people. But Paz, uh, I think there's a little bit of beef between uh, Gideon and Bo. Bit of an exchange. Yeah, and Bo's like, like, I should have killed you when I had the chance. But Bo does what a real leader does. Mm-hmm. And that is, she realizes now's not the time to fight. Now's the time to let's get out of here. Good show. No, we, we, need here, to, yeah. we need to survive for another day. Like, we do not, we, this is not what we were planning to do or wanting to do today. We just wanted to locate the forge. That's it. That's it. Yep. And they've run into something else, haven't they? And um, yeah, that to see to see Bo just ignite the Darksaber, go in reverse, cut a hole out, right, we're out. Come on, guys. And then Paz is taking names. He is, it, for, for a minute, it's like the guy's invincible. Like like what yeah. you said, the guy is, you know, he's he is a tough, tough cookie. Even Din, Din, you know, it takes a lot for for them to take Din down. But Paz, this is his, this is his swan song, mate. Outstanding. Outstanding. Him, he's he's playing his star card in Battlefront 2 now. He's gone full, kind of full Mando mode here. Mate, I got chills, mate, when when she yeah, she she's cut through the door, a la Phantom Menace, kicks it through, and she's like, Well come, we are not leaving you. And he's and he just says, Go, there are too many. He closes the blast door and she just screams no, and it's the way he turned around. This is the way. Oh, I <sighs> thought mm, that is so bad. I was like, this that is unreal for what is a kind of a major secondary character like that is an incredible way to go out you know like you say he's taking names he's doing everything possible he's he's taking names so hard his gun overheats and basically melts i love that i did you know and i was like oh is he gonna be all these guys and and he does but he's taking licks throughout man he's taking blasts he eventually has to throw his gun at them clothesline people throw them overboard off the side of the platform but yeah, that when he's like, this is this is the way. That I was like, I don't know whether to whether to burst into happy tears, sad tears, punch the air. I was like, they, what a way! Like you say, what if you're going to go out? It's a warrior's death. He's going down fighting, and I absolutely, absolutely dug that moment. But it, but but yeah. he does take everybody out, doesn't he? he? He eventually takes them out, and we're like, well, what's next, mate? What's next? What's next? The the boys, the boys are back in town, mate. <laughs> the boys are back in town. Praetorian guards. Wow, the, the music that, that enters when they come in, like whoa, don't. And it's like it's a cross between the Praetorians that we obviously see in the original trilogy and the Praetorians in the Last Jedi with a Mando twist. They've still got that kind of Mandalorian slit, like in the middle of their helmet, um, the visor, but. The, it's the weapons. Are they the same weapons? Yeah, yeah. The it's same? undeniably the same ones. Yeah, yeah. From the Last Jedi. Yeah, they may not be the same three, obviously, from the Last Jedi, no. but they're the same weapons, no, no, and no. they're definitely the. They are them. That's that's those guys. Yeah. Matt, I died. I and and in in London when we watched this together at celebration, I think people went crazy. No one could and, believe and, it, and the guy couldn't handle it. You know, he couldn't handle like Paz Beefcat, but he couldn't handle it. And it's like, you know, in uh, the last season when Luke is going up against the Dark Troopers, the Dark Troopers mm-hmm. are so fierce, they're so capable, they're so so strong, and yet put them against Luke Skywalker, one Jedi yeah. with a lightsaber, and it's like, nah, they they're, no, they're actually nothing. pretty average. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, 
but it was like that. You know, that's, mm-hmm. it felt like that. Like, even when he, he goes and he grips one of the Praetorians by the neck, just once someone like comes from behind and like bang, you know, yeah. puts it. I don't know, mate. This is, this is the way. This is the way. And then it's like, ti- and then, and then it's like title card, isn't it? Yeah. It's like Rick, directed by Rick Famuyiwa. It's like, what? What a way, <laughs> what a way to kind of end. It's like, there's no fanfare here. It's what the hero's down. That's it. Man, what it was like this precision strike against him. It is it's a three away assault. Like one in the one in the chest, one in the back of the leg, and then one in like the just be, like the just behind the neck. And you kind of hear that like the crunch as the blade goes, and I was like, oh damn, that's harsh. As it goes mainly through the best guy more than anything. But um yeah, I, I was like, we won his stakes and, and here we go. Yeah, it might not have been Dean or Bo, but it's essentially the next best thing. If it's you know, the next kind of left tier of kings and heroes would be armorer would be paz or some like axe or something like that who's recognizable now we kind of have a mm. kind of relationship with them somewhat especially paz because he's he's our big thick boy isn't he um he is he's we, a big old we, boy I, I dug it mate the way that this choral music enters paz turned around he's not hiding from it he's like no nah, here we go round two is it but yeah these guys just absolutely just annihilate him and I think that you know that uh, uh, that's how it should be because this the guy's been absolutely caned in the last round with all of those soldiers, and these are meant to be the best of the best. We know that these guys protect supremely the Snoke. Now the Praetorian guards mm. are controlled by Snoke mm-hmm. in down the line, whether they are here or not, I don't know, but they are down the line. These are the best of the best of the best. You know they should be able to take down a Mando soldier with fairly fair with fair ease when there's three of them. Which then goes to make uh, Kylo and Ray's achievement later on down the line. You know the fact that they struggle with them as well. I mean, this guy had no chance. But I love it. It was swift. I do. I do like that. He like you said, mate. He had no chance. You know, they just overwhelm him with ease. Uh, he's, he's got Paz. He's got his hand around one of the guys' neck, like you say. But when you know when he when when Paz just succumbs and dies, the guard literally throws his arm off in disgust and just lets him fall down. Like there's no. Not that there would be any respect or anything of that, but there's no decor, there's nothing. It's get 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 off me. Let him fall down. You know, bang. Tight yeah. shot on his body. Gone. Yeah. Directed yeah. by Rick Famiwa. Uh have nightmares now, kids. I mean What'd you say? What'd you what's happening next week? What where does it go? Um Well Grogu I think Grogu and IG twelve are gonna have something to say about this. Um, okay. That we know that Axe has gone to get reinforcements from somewhere. He said it himself and he got through. Apparently, apparently yep. the armor is too, unless she is the spy, which would be, I, I kind of hope it happens now. Um, the question I had for you though, mate, is s- throw that back to you, but in the debriefing room, the debriefing room, Gideon's going to get Mando and he's going to be like, he's going to take his helmet. We're going to see his face again, do you think? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think that's where this is going. Yeah. I think that where this is like you know Pedro Pascal does his one day of filming. Do you know what I mean? Down in <laughs> down in California, where they, where they film where they film Mandalorian. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I could see that happening. I could see that happening. I, I actually could see Grogu and Mando not not having their reunion next episode, oh. and they're going to wait till season four, mate, or Book of Boba Fett season two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they have a special poetic? episode just for that. <laughs> yeah, or a soaker or something. Uh, just right, like Ahsoka turn up. 
Maybe. I hope not. Do you think she's busy? Yeah, I kind of hope not. It would have because to be. It would have to be right. It would have to be very appropriate. We've done that, haven't done- we? We've done it with Luke. And I, if if every time Din's in trouble with this finale, we're going to be like, right, we, who's going to... Cal Kestis, is he going to show up next? Or someone if he's still kicking it? Um, yeah, I hope not. I hope Ahsoka's too busy. And I'd love to see Mando, like, by the do it by smarts, all the Mandalorians unite. If this season is about the, un- the unification of Mandalore and... Ahsoka's the one who saves it. It kind of is a bit like, well, the entire season was a bit of a moot point then for me mm-hmm. because they weren't mm-hmm. united at this point. And with, I, I like the idea though, you say, mate, that after all the hoopla about the the reuniting of Mando and Grogu and Boba Fett, that they actually end this season, you know, apart. That would mm. kind of but that would be that would be great. And it wouldn't be any kind of reaction to Boba. It would just be a really cool kind of, oh wow, okay. So we wow. reunited them and the, oh wow. And the plan was that. They're apart. I, I do you know what I, w- I would like. That. There's, there's a few things I'd like from this episode. <laughs> the finale is, yeah, Armour to be a bit naughty and be the one who's a spy. But mm-hmm. yeah, that, you know, Din to survive, but Grogu not necessarily to be with him at the end. And then we've got a year kind of essentially like a cliffhanger, but of how do they, how do they unite again? How do they get back together? How do they act apart? How does Grogu take this? Maybe we can get some development now for, for little G. Oh. Mate, I don't, I don't know. I'm guess if I had to guess, we're going to get a ton of Mandos coming from all different um, sects and factors coming in to absolutely storm the base in a kind of like a Mandalora unite, take the planet back. But would that seem too quick? You know, they've taken it back in about in an episode and a half. Um, I don't know, mate. I think that's, I think they're going to get a ton of Mandos. Um, um, come, sorry, coming to the planet to try and take it back, or at least save Dean and the planet. But I'm not confident because, uh, you know, the season's gone sort of each, every which way but where. That's what I think, though. What about you? If, if you had, if you had to um, shake hands, look me in the eye now and say, I reckon this is going to happen, what are you saying? I, uh, I, there's so much that could happen. There is so much that could happen. There's so much that that, that seems like it could be plausible. Um, does anyone get killed off? There were a few guys like Jack. Jack was insisting like Mando. Now nah, he's gone. He's gone this season. I'd be I'd surely surprised. Not. not again. I'd now be. we know that we've got the culmination of the Mando verse. If if Mando isn't in it, and whoever whoever we all think the Mandalorian is, the titular character, mm. Din, if he's going out, he's going out in the big on the big screen in in his finale, essentially. And for me, that is his finale because he kicked this whole thing off way back in episode one. So. I can't see that happening in a million weeks of Sunday, mate. Yeah, I, 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 I think I hear you. I think I hear you on that. Thrawn, does Thrawn pop up, mate? Well, for those who are who are privy to our panel at Star Wars Celebration, really good, and who want to listen to our next episode, will hear that I think there's a high chance. I think he will do, whether it's a post credit stinger or at the very, very end. I do think I do think they are. I don't think he's going to be front and center and leading the charge, no. but. There's going no. to be like uh, like Gideon will at the end will be like um, he'll patch in like or, or Grand Admiral will turn around and be like you know you've been expecting me or something stupid like that but mm-hmm. I think they will because then that leads directly into a soak which comes out in four months. Oh, don't you think it's Thrawn? Four months. Four months. I, th- I think I think we could see Thrawn. I think we could see Thrawn. Like you said, post credit is a good shout. Mm-hmm. It's a good shout. Here's another thing: reinforcements. You said reinforcements. Yep. Who could reinforce? Who's oh. who's got a militia? 
Whoa, Boba man. Fett. Boba Fett, oh. mate. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I didn't Boba think about Fett. that. I was like, oh, maybe Sabine Wren might turn up, which would be fit. But um, yeah, Boba. Boba, Fennec, our girl, Cobb, Vanth, Cyber Cobb. Cyber Cobb. <laughs> Well, all you've done this whole episode is give give me reasons to get too excited for the next episode. I know, I know, I happen, know. Next week's episode is going to meet be me just hammering on this guy. I wouldn't be surprised though. I wouldn't be surprised if it is more of a contained story next week. Yeah, I really wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we've we've seen everyone who's going to be in you know the season uh, finale next week you know like, I, 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 I wouldn't i wouldn't roll it out i wouldn't roll it out i would anyone else they've, they've mentioned reinforcements true that's what gets me i was like true ah. but it could just be it could just be like face or well, helmet like helmet wearing faceless nameless mandos like the skittle mandos it could just be like a hundred of those a bit like the people's fleet at the end of tross it could just be like loads of people we don't necessarily know just turn up and be like right for mandalore mm could they're be. just people. They're just yeah, people. It's just people. But uh, that Listen, wouldn't be as exciting though as Boba. As long if Boba was with them and that, mm. awesome. I, I want to see Boba and Cobb, man. I want to, even though Cobb isn't anywhere near a Mandalorian. To be fair, neither's Din in terms of blood. But it doesn't matter. It's a creed. Um, I'd love to see the boys come back, and I'd love to see Fennec down there taking it, taking it to Gideon. Yeah, yeah, me too, mate. Me too. It's coming. It's coming. Don't don't you worry, it's mate. Coming home. It's all on it. It's all. It's coming home. It's coming home again. Oh, mate! It's been a busy few days. Star Wars celebration. We've come up. We've got hammered again by this episode. This was a good episode, wasn't it? This was a good episode, right? Like, how yeah. are we feeling? How are we feeling? Yeah, yeah. We feeling, we feeling coming out of the convention center was that is a good episode. Was it swayed by the fact that we had an audience on a big screen with, like you say? It, it, great sound it was great sound at home as well second viewing for me solidifies that this is one of the top man episodes there's been um and i'm glad to see people around the world i'm actually again we don't usually have this luxury but i'm glad to see people are digging this episode uh because you know what isn't there to like i mean you don't get any egregious cameos or anything like that to say oh, a weak celebrity or something like even like boba fett coming in to save the day yet it's it's demand those who we are following. They're the ones who are fighting and in some cases going down as well. So, um, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm so glad to see people enjoying it. And now I hope that they pay, pay it off in the end. Our boy, Brendan Wayne said, it's an epic finale. He did say, of course, I'm going to say that, but it is, you know, things happen that are epic in the finale. So, you know, there's that to consider as well, mate. I, I don't know where we're going fully. I've got some ideas. You've given me too many, mate, but, this this I'm was sorry. a good one. No, you should be. This was a good one, wasn't it? It was. It was filth, mate. Absolute filth. The the the, the slice, the spice train is a flowing. Uh, some might say. Some might say, mate, boy, this episode was just so good. So good. Tandalorian. You know it. Um, I love that uh, mm. Bibs Bash. We've not spoken about Bibs Bash yet, but Dan was Wonderful there. He bash. did grace us, and he was going around saying, "Do you know? Do you know? Uh, so good!" And, it, and then he would just, po- and they'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah!" And he would just point at himself to be like, "It's me, it's I'm me. So I am good so good." He is the so good guys. Um, listen, <laughs> what, ratings. We're at ratings, aren't we? It's got to be. Um, yeah, but I don't think there's anything else to add other than Karif has expensive Cor- uh, Coruscanti booze he gives to Mando. Yeah, yeah, I don't think there's anything else really other than, yeah, well, I think we pretty much have totally 
gone through that, mate. Um, we know the Empire want to get rid of the Mandos. The Mandos want the home world back. That's where we're going, mate. So rating yeah. time, son. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Right. <laughs> you do yours out of Ponder Babbers. I do. I'm, I'm trying to think, what do I give it? I'll give mine out of five magistrate car- cargers. Um, I don't remember who went first last week, mate. But in the in a show of love, I'll let you go first, my friend. Yeah, week. I knew you'd. I knew you'd be like, you can go first. I've got a number in my head, though. So let's see if you match it. I've got a number in my head. I'm not sure if it's like too low or too high, though. Okay, you know, I'm not sure, but I'm going to run with it. I'm going to run with it. And okay. um, when we listen back to all of this, I can I can let you guys know. I'm like, was that too high? Too low? Right now, right now, it's high it's very Ooh. high no ponder back i'm not gonna i'm not gonna chop any limbs off so it's just okay. one it's whole ponder babbers nine ponder babbers out of ten i'm gonna do it nine out of ten mate yeah yeah i thought it was an absolute joy it was a ride some of that is probably star celebration watching it all together i don't care yeah, of course. that's part of my score that's what it's that's about part that's part of what it's about, and I'm being honest with that, right? Let me chuck it over to you. What are you feeling, mate? Oh, mate, well, that's part of our song, isn't it? We watched it at Celebration. had a great time. Um, my number does involve the number nine as well. This is high. It's very high. I am going to chop Cargo one of his limbs off. For this oh. one, I'm going to give this one 9.4. High Magistrate Cargo. Out of 10. 9.4, Ooh. mate. I think this was superb. You know, I thought it was great. The story beats that happened, which were a bit like, oh, that was, I'm glad that the monster came up and sent them down. Who cares? When the story's this good. We've always, we said it on the last week episode. When the story's good, the writing's good, and everything else is good, you can overlook the kind of like plot conveniences because everything else around is good. Like the other episodes, maybe not so much. This, mate, was a step up in every way from a lot of episodes this season. Not to say the season's bad, but just just Gideon, just Giancarlo Esposito, who we saw larging up at Celebration, he just adds a layer of quality, a layer of acting sheen, which has been missing from this season. Like the Shadow Council, that kind of, that the the atmosphere and tone of that, the ending, the yeah. stakes, it's like, look, I don't need everyone dying every week, but we need something. We need to feel like our heroes are in danger or else it is just Saturday morning cartoons, yeah, uh, which can be fun. But mate, this is a huge step up and the finale yeah. has the potential to even be even be even better than this, mate. So tempering expectations, even though I'm very excited, I hope the finale is better. But either way, mate, we got this one, and what an experience it was. To go from last week to this week is crazy, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, yes, like, massively. Is, and it almost makes me look back at last week and go, you know, was that necessary? Yeah, was it, doing? you know? I don't know. I don't know if it was. Maybe I'm being a bit too bitter, a bit too slingle. We did meet some people at Celebration that really enjoyed last week's episode. Most were probably on our ballpark or worse and hated it. <laughs> Hate's a strong word. Do you know it what is. I mean? But um, yeah, yeah. I'm sticking with my score for last week's one, five out of ten. Mate, next week, can't Sorry. wait. Can't wait to see where on earth this is going like you said i do think it has potential to be exceptional exceptional so let's see let's see matty boy this is the way mate yes it is mate one more week to go one more recap until we'll have four months off and then ahsoka turns up to take our wednesdays again but mate i dug it you dug it did the world dig it 
only one way to find out. We'd love you to tell us what you thought about this episode, for better or worse. Do you agree with us? Or are we going completely overboard of our praise here? We want to hear, mate, boys. Where can the world find us online? Uh, they can find us at StarWarsSessions.co.uk. Search for us on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Just search Star Wars Sessions and you will find us there. Send us an email to hello there at StarWarsSessions.co.uk. And uh, don't forget we have a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Don't forget to, you know, just have a look. See if it takes your fancy. Uh, $2 a month gets you into the second. So, oi oi savaloy. Come on, have a think. Cool. Have a gander. If you want to support the show for free, just keep listening like you are. Thank you. But do also leave us that five-star rating and review on your podcast provider of choice. That bumps us up the algorithm on all those lists. It gets more listeners in. And it's another way for us to hear from more of you each and every week. And please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Oh, my voice is dead. My voice yeah. is still from it's celebration. celebration. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's still man. rough. <laughs> it's still rough from celebration, mate. It was crazy. Well, yeah, party, tell man. everyone. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your neighbours, tell your cat. Tell the return of the moth. <laughs> the more the merrier the castle spice. Yeah. Moth. Tell your nearest Praetorian guard. Now, this is the podcast you're looking for. So, until next time from me, this is the way. And from Luke, this is the way. <laughs> <laughs>